Welcome to Ear Biscuits. Today at the round table of dim lighting, it's us. Hey. Me, Link. And me, Rhett. <laughs> it's been a while since we've uh, ear biscuited. And here we are doing it with a video component. Yes, uh, for those of you who are just listening to this Ear Biscuit, um, you would be uh, in the know if you were watching the video version and you would know that I have on a hoodie, Link has on a plaid, plaid shirt. shirt. And I'm drinking. I'm also drinking. Well, From a, I'm, from a mug? I'm drinking uh, a, a beverage, a Dr. Pepper beverage, not a sponsor. I'm drinking some sort of uh, grapefruit thing. T turn my, crank my knob a little bit. There we go. <laughs> Turn up a, my volume. Is that a euphemism for no, something? No, it's not. Or we, I just wanted to hear all of us a little okay, bit. Okay, wow. Louder. Okay, how's that sound? We're uh, controlling the audio on this in here. That's yes. just for us. That has nothing to do with, with your listening uh, abilities or the quality of your listening experience. Yeah, so there was quite a break between uh, season two and season three of Ear Biscuits, but we are back. And uh, yes, we're bringing you the audio and the video experience. And um, and we're, we're doing this every Monday morning now. Yes. So this is coming well, we're out. we're not doing this on Monday morning, but no, you can receive it into your ears and also now your eyes. Although we are not going to change it to eye biscuits because that sounds like an Apple product that got shelved. It sounds like a, it sounds like a, a problem. Yeah. Like something you need to see the doctor about. Yeah. Doctor, I can't get rid of these eye biscuits. It sounds like something you wake up with. Of course, the ear biscuits kind of seem like that too. I've always thought that. It's wax. I've always thought that it was just wax. It's wax that comes out in like a, a, a sandwichable form. But it's form. not. An ear biscuit is, a, is an audio waveform file that we create that then we upload to the internets and then you find different and various ways to impute it into your brain. I don't think we need to tell people what it is except to like what we intend to do with it. I thought I, w I was gonna explain how podcasts work. I thought that's what this, was, this first one was about. It was all about how podcasts work. Isn't that the subject today? No. Okay, that's not the subject today. But I, we're just gonna talk to each other. Yeah. I mean, that's the plan. Right. For for this is we're going to speak to one another. <laughs> Let's speak to one another. Let's speak. <laughs> <laughs> this yeah. is good so yeah, far. Right. I just I like speaking to Look you, at man. Look at us speaking to one another. Now, if we you, don't do enough of that on the internet. If you uh, enjoyed the first couple of seasons of, and, I, and listen, I'm gonna have to figure out which camera I'm gonna look at. I'm just gonna look at whatever camera feels natural, or maybe just look at you, or maybe just, just look up. Well, if you're talking to me, look at me. Okay. And if you're talking to, I'm talking uh, to, to the listener, to the, to the look listener at, look right at now. The listener. Uh, if you enjoyed season one and two of Ear Biscuits, you know that usually what we did is we brought in a guest. They uh, were often uh, an internet star of some sort and they signed this table and we kind of drilled mm -hmm. them with some questions and took you on a journey into their lives and some people cried sometimes. Yes. That was unexpected. Well, except we tried to get it to happen. And that is going to happen on season three, but season three is going to be a little bit different in that uh, more and varied things will happen on season three. So sometimes we'll talk to each other, sometimes we'll talk to somebody from the internet, Somebody will, sometimes we'll just talk to somebody that interests us. Well, and I don't wanna say all this. We don't know some, what we're gonna sometimes do. Sometimes we're gonna do and then make. We're holding it all very loosely like, not, a, like a baby like a baby bird that has fallen out of the nest. You don't wanna hold it tight, you wanna hold it loose and you wanna let it fly right back up to the mom. But right. if it can't fly yet, 
you got to you got to trash it <laughs> because right. once you once you touch it, uh, the mom is going to reject it. Actually, that's not true. What that is a you, myth. You, you, it's a myth. It's a myth. It's a myth. But the, you were touching it. You were just touching it lightly, so the analogy doesn't work. So uh, once you touch it, but if once you touch it heavily, then the mama won't take it back. It's actually a myth. Are you saying it's a myth? If a baby bird falls out of the mom's nest, touch it lightly, but do put it back because it will not be rejected. That's a myth. I'm not 100% sure, that's why we have an internet connection here. Link, can you look that up and confirm because facts are gonna be important and it hasn't been important before, but in season three of Ear Biscuits, facts are important. If you touch a baby bird, will its mom abandon it? Why, why are there so many words when all I need is a yes, a or, yes no. or no. I mean, the reason why Mental Give me Floss a distillation, Link. wrote a whole article is because of these ads. 31 adorable slang terms for sex from the last 600 years. It's quite uh, a diversion. Uh, What's there, the answer? There's a wire above Manhattan that you've probably never noticed. You're getting distracted by the side articles right now and all we need is a fact check, man. The best breakfast spot in all 50 states. What is that? Is that one, oh my is that gosh, like, look. is it just Denny's? Dr. Strange is bleeding. What, I gotta click on Hold that. Hold on, is it the different breakfast spots in all 50 states or is it one place that you can go to all 50 states like Cracker Barrel or Denny's? These days I feel bad about that and by that I think they mean touching a baby bird. It turns out my mom is full of baloney. Please answer the question. Your mom is full of baloney. Yep, it's not, it is a myth. You can touch a baby bird. Yeah, I didn't read the article, but from that one thing about where they said baloney, I think that's what it okay. that's what it boils so down to. So facts are really important and we think based on just one website uh, that is a myth, you can touch a baby bird. But back to the analogy, we're gonna hold the baby bird that is our podcast called Ear Biscuits and I can explain Lightly. how a podcast works but I'm not going to because you probably already know and maybe you're not interested and that's not why you're here. But we're gonna hold it lightly and we're gonna bring it right back up to the nest and the nest is your ear or maybe you know wherever you typically let podcasts into your body. I feel like I'm gonna talk less now that we have video because I rest easy knowing that like my exasperated look for that whole tirade is not anything that I need to that exactly. I need to uh, vie for. Yeah, right. Yeah, you got all the attention you needed <laughs> while just I was with, doing just that with the look. I didn't have to, uh, but I do. I, you should also hold other other human babies lightly that aren't your own. Unless you're trying to keep them out of a wolf's mouth or something like that. Then hold it, to grip it, vice. Yeah, yeah, you don't wanna let an animal take it. Vice grip it. Um, but who knows what all we're gonna try here at the round table of dim lighting. So, so I'm, not gonna, I'm not gonna put a finite ending on the, on the list. I'm gonna leave an ellipses. ellipses. A dot and a dot and a dot. Yeah, right. Um, I think at least for this podcast, the general principle is there are things that and we said this before, we said this in the context of Good Mythical More, but I'll say it here too. There, there are things that we find ourselves talking about. It's like, yeah, let's save it. Or as much as we talk to each other, there's still other things we can talk about. Right, there's always something to talk about. Like what happened in the car the other day when we left for lunch and we were driving across oh. Burbank, I you guess. Wanna, you wanna tell them about that. I think we should tell I them about that. I thought that was the kind of thing that we would keep to ourselves because, and take well, to our graves. Well. We almost got in a car accident. It wasn't my fault. It was my fault, but, I was driving. But then, but then we got, we almost got in an altercation. There was a little bit of, I'll call it simulated road rage. It's okay. Maybe on someone's part, maybe mine. Okay. And you, you a few minutes later, after the whole thing resolved, 
in in whatever way we will explain. I had an opinion about the way you, you handled had an it. opinion about it. Well, can I at least but, just skid the setup? But then we had to get to where we were going to do what we were doing, which I don't even remember what that was. Who cares at this point? Who even cares? Right. We're just going from point A to point B. You could fill in the blank with whatever it is. And we never came back to to fully discussing what happened. And yeah. I I think that they should be now a part we can of this. have we, the listener or the watcher and listener. Uh, can the whistener. Be a, the whistener can be a part of this, <laughs> or the lotcher. <laughs> I like the whistener. The whistener's and lotchers. Welcome, whistener's. Okay, so. Um, Since you're I, driving, you're gonna start this. I've been in, a, in quite, quite a lot of traffic things have happened lately. Uh, you know, uh, I told the story on Good Mythical More about the wreck that I was in. Um, Where you I, were rear-ended. I was rear-ended, what is it my fault? But this situation was my fault. Um, it was one of those situations where I didn't know what lane I should be in to turn and I was kind of stalling out. We were kind of waiting for like. Well, you were looking at the GPS. Oh yeah, I was waiting for the GPS to update to tell me which direction to go and I kind of slowed down and moved over and there was a guy behind me who got very frustrated with me and then it looked and like I, I was about to take I a left. Yeah, I didn't know that any of this was happening. And it looked like I was about to take a left and then I didn't and I got right back in the lane and kept going. But by by it looked like you were gonna take a left, I think what you mean is at the intersection you were in the left turn lane and you had your left turn signal on. Yeah, yeah, I was giving <laughs> every indication was that I was gonna turn left. I don't know why, he, it, it, it looked like maybe a little bit I was gonna yeah, take yeah. a left. Basically. In every single way, right. you even started to take a left. But I, to, in my defense, I did not have my left arm out the window pointing left, which would have been the additional key that would have been definitely confirming the fact that I was going left. If you were on a I bike. I didn't yell out, hey, I'm turning left. I didn't, I mean, there's, I could. it could have been more through obvious. Coming if you're on my left. But tip, the you typical circumstances were, yes, uh, you, this guy's turning left. And then I decided not to turn left. And I decided to pull right back out into the, the regular road. And that was when I pulled in front of a guy who. And I didn't, again, I didn't see, first of all, hold on. I, I just tried to clear my, I was gonna say clear my airway, <laughs> but <laughs> I'm totally, I can't hear anything right now because I tried to equalize. What are you, a diver? <laughs> what, what's going on here? I cannot you're, hear you, hold on. You're, you're a man who's nearly at sea level <laughs> in the air and you're like, oh, I was trying to equalize. What for? We haven't <laughs> changed altitude in the past five hours. I'm Why so, are you suddenly on. trying to equalize? I, because. Do you do this often? <laughs> I've done it over the past week because of the head cold I have. Oh, okay, that's not that's not really equalizing, or maybe it is, I don't know. Oh my goodness. Hold that bird. D turn my notch, notch my turn Do you a little it, bit. You want to up? Uh, up, I, I, I'm in the, I'm, I'm floating. Okay, so is that better? Yeah, I'm gonna live with this. Okay, wow. That was interesting. I didn't mean to derail your story. Did you see me grab my nose in the middle of you talking? I was intentionally not looking at you. Well, see if you if you okay. were, if you weren't listening to so if you were watching the, the watchable link is version. now equalized for those of you. Who, <laughs> I'm actually who, who not are worried about it, but I'm just going. Okay. I think over time, it's, link is not equalized, but we have turned the volume up in his headphones. <laughs> I hear a little. Okay, yeah, it'll, it'll be sorry. like a balloon that's slowly slowly deflating. Now, mm -hmm. I did not have any purview to what was happening. And I didn't use that word right, but I didn't view anything that was it, happening. It made sense in context. The mirrors weren't for me, they're for you. So the first thing I know is that you're swerving back a little bit mm. and I I do hear a honk and the car does not come by. So no one zoomed by you. So I just had to assume the guy was still behind us. Right. I never looked back. 
But at that moment, if I'm gonna go back to that place, I don't know what it was, but in that moment, I just, I was instantly angry. Like I was legitimately angry that he honked the horn at you. Hmm. You might have a problem. And I, I think what I said was, I don't, I don't remember what I said to you. You, you didn't even know that I had, I, what I knew I had that, done. I know I knew that you had swerved a little bit, but what I said was like, like he's never made a traffic mistake. Well, and I said that and to right. you. And then we pull up to the, we, we're at the light. Well, it was like another block, and that's all I said. It was like, like he's never made a mistake. Like, what, 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 what right does he have to blow the horn? Well, let's just get to the part where you begin asking him those questions. <laughs> but, <laughs> because but that is what I don't know what it is that in that moment of. I don't know if it was strength or weakness or just feeble-mindedness, but I was just angry. I just felt like, I don't know if it was defense for a friend. Well, all, and you felt vulnerable. All I know is that I saw him get out from behind me as we were pulling up to the light and he pulled beside us and that was when Link rolled down his window. And I rolled I was, down my window as he was coming by. And I braced myself a little bit. Tell him what you, tell him what you said, Link. I had made up my mind that if when we get up to this light, he pulls up beside us and has something to say, I'm gonna say something back to him because I'm mad at this guy. I just don't, he's, I'm sure he's made a mistake hmm. too. Not currently, but At some previously. point in his life. Okay. At some point in his life, he's made a traffic mistake. This is a great strategy. And I don't know, I just felt, I just felt feisty. I noticed. I just, I just felt, I was like itching for, I don't know. But he started. To be punched, I he guess. He started. He was like. I, I, I did not say the first word. You're exactly yeah, he right. He was like. But I rolled the window down. He was like, what? Now, he didn't pull right beside us. He pulled a half a car length in front, and then he looked he back. Was a, he was a 45 away. He was a 45 degree angle to me on my side. My but he was like, was down. what? And then he said, what the are you looking at? What do you want? But and what was the. The what? blank was a, was a wordy dirt. Was it the F? It was the one? F word, really. And I'm not talking about Frankie. Frankie, no, I'm not. And uh, he was clearly mad. He was you instigate. Basically, you instigated. He was mad already. But when you rolled down the window, he was like, he was ready. He was the kind of guy who is ready for the ro the window roll and is in in his. Well, he was has, has his catchphrase. He was mad, but it turns out so was I. And that's when you said. An interesting tactic, by I the way. I said, I'm trying to remember exactly how I said it. I think I said, have you never done anything wrong before? <laughs> have <laughs> you never messed up? And it, I, just like that, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not proud of it. And I think as we analyze this, I will be penitent and I'll say, you know what? I shouldn't have done any of this and I'm not bragging, but I do think it's, Funny that I did this. It's, it's ridiculous. It's definitely funny. It's stupid. But, but but I thought that. Well, I, I that's what I said. That's then, what I and said. Then, and then he's like, "Well, you shouldn't be driving." Like basically, the I'm paraphrasing at this point, but you shouldn't be driving like that. You're an idiot. And then that's when I said, "Well, actually," and I and let me just say, I said it just like this. Well, actually, that loud. Well, yeah. actually, I'm the idiot because I'm the one who's driving. You should be yelling at me. And I thought that was a great tactic, but then you picked it right back up. And I was like, because he didn't answer my question, right. I was like, have you never made a traffic mistake? And he said, why, why are you upset? Or something like that. He was like, why are you so upset? Or why are you yelling? And I'm like, 
and he was kind of yelling. And then I was like, I'm just matching your level. <laughs> I mean, Which I guess wasn't true. It was It was true. He yelled first, right? I was just matching his level. But that's not the kind of thing you say in a in a in an argument like that. I was just matching your level. I'm just matching your level, man. <laughs> like what like how does what is that what does that accomplish? Stopping. It was my reason. I mean, what I so it wasn't a reason. What I'll say now and what I said after the after I think what happened was he was like, why is this guy saying these kinds of things to me? This is not the kind of road rage argument that I typically get into. He's questioning my past and now he's questioning, he's matching my level and he's pointing that out to me. You're like having a meta conversation in the middle of a road rage argument. And I didn't think I would be. But you're yelling while you're doing this. This embarrassed to to talk about it later but I thought it would be better reliving it. I thought I would. It's I thought not I, better. It's I thought worse. by this point in retelling the story, I would have found a way to be the hero. Well, I, hey man, listen. Well, how about this? Are you you reliving it? I'm taking up for you, man. No, I appreciate you doing it, even though I don't really feel like that's what was happening. Uh, I think you just were a feisty and you were like, I wanna yell at this dude, I wanna see what happens, see where this goes. You like to experiment with that, like you like to push people's buttons, you've, you've always been that way. And I and, and I was very entertained by it and my tactic was to take this, you should be yelling at me because I'm the one who did it, I'm the idiot because I thought that was funny to say yeah, those yeah. things. Now, but then as the- And, and I, I will admit, there, so there was a part of me, maybe 50% of my motivation was- Entertainment. Entertainment. Yeah, clearly. And the other fifty percent was, yeah. The mo. The first thing was I. I'm angry because I don't. I just don't feel like. I feel like we should extend grace to everyone on the road, because we've all been there. And it just. I don't know. Something in that honk said, "I've never done this before. How could you do this? This that was so stupid. It wasn't life or death. No, it was just a corrective honk. I mean, I. I accept the honk. I think the honk was." appropriate and I accepted it uh, because I would issue a honk in that situation. Not, I wouldn't issue the bird, I wouldn't unleash the bird and let it fly. But, I would but, hold it loosely if it fell out of the nest though. But but, but, I, but if you if you then pulled up at the next intersection next to the guy, I don't you, do would, that. you wouldn't have your window rolled no, no, down no, I don't, and you wouldn't be glaring I at I never them. do that, I, I never instigate because you never know if they've got a gun or if they're crazy. I mean this is Los Angeles, you just don't, you don't wanna mess with people. Well I could tell that he was, he was Generally, a peaceful person. Well, let's let's. I know why. I know, and I know why because we talked about this. But let, let me just. I'll give you. I'll okay. give uh, the people my assessment on this one because I already gave it to you. <laughs> and that was, I think that the way to handle that situation is if you want to engage. Well, yeah, hold on before you say it because it's funny the way it came out because it happened. And let's say how the guy drove off. The last thing that was said, he just kind of like shook his head in disbelief, and then the light turned green. He went in front of us right. and he was gone basically. Yeah. Um, and we didn't immediately start talking about it. It took a little while. We, we, went, a, we went a mile or so. And then you're like, it, it's like you were deciding when would be the best time to bring up your assessment. <laughs> I thought it was a teachable moment. <laughs> <laughs> and so I said, I, I, I said, you know, I think you could have handled that better. <laughs> and, uh, and here's what I think you could have done. I think that you could have said exactly the same words, yeah. changed nothing, and just said it in this tone right here. And when someone is yelling at you and then you're talking to them like this, 
it makes them so angry. Now, I'm not saying I, the idea is to make them angry, but if but you, you want to, if you want to one up this win. person, if you want to win how the argument, really win. if that if, if that you really want to be entertained, and you don't win let this him, argument, you don't let them get in your crawl. Right, you, you don't lose control. You don't match his level, man. That's precisely <laughs> what you don't do. Right. You don't match the level. Right, there's no power in that. You maintain control, and if you had a said. If you had to slowly roll down your window and just kind of slyly looked over and been like, what? You've never made a mistake before? He would have been like, um, and, he would, and then he would have probably put his tail between his legs and drawn See, off. See, I had the right off. thought, but I had the wrong execution. Well, you're, you gotta keep trying. exactly right. I you gotta, gotta keep, keep practicing. Trying. You, gotta you gotta keep gotta. practicing. And when you said that, I was just like, mm, yeah, you're right, man. I just, I thought, I knew that I would learn something by doing it, and, that, and or and, get shot. And, what I, and where I will give you credit is, I wouldn't have done it at all. I learned so I, much. I wouldn't have rolled down the window to begin with. So at least you rolled down the window. But it seems like you already knew it. So I don't know what you would have learned. You just would have felt good by getting getting that guy's. Goose. I think maybe we could work as a tag team, and maybe you're the one who rolled out, rolls down the window, and I'm the one who does the talking. It's like <laughs> maybe when, maybe that's the system that we need to employ. When you told me. What you when you gave your assessment, the first thing I thought was, um, back in high school, that time when I when I scored two goals in one soccer match yeah. with my left foot, right. the first uh, and second goal I'd ever scored mm -hmm. in like a soccer career because I always played defense. I'm talking like even through a recreation, I never scored a goal. And yep, then in high right. school, here I'm scoring two, in one, two in one game, and I'm like. It's like I just won the World Cup. I did yeah. everything but take my shirt off and, you know, right. skid across over the, the top. I just like this is like I'd like it's like I'd won the lottery. Yep. I mean, everyone in the stands thought that he'd probably gone berserk. People had stopped cheering and you were still running. And Josh Young, who was the striker, mm -hmm. and I, um, he he scored frequently. Yeah, uh, in many ways. Yep. Uh, he comes up to me once I go back. Um, and we're setting up to keep playing the game, and he's like, you know, next time you should act like you meant to do it. <laughs> right, it's act like, like keep you've your been cool. there before. Act like you've been there before, like yeah. I, you're not surprised that yeah. you scored these goals. Act like you've been there before. Because you got, if you keep your cool, then you will be cool. Now, uh, we're gonna continue this in a second because uh, I do wanna talk about why you felt safe yes. engaging with this guy, uh -huh. which I think could get us into some pretty interesting conversation. But first, we're gonna pause to let you know that this episode is brought to you by Audible. Audible includes an unmatched selection of audiobooks, shows, news, comedy, and more from your leading publishers, broadcasters, and entertainers. Okay, now Audible is offering you a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. Just go to audible.com slash earbiscuits and browse the unmatched selection of audio programs. Download a free title and start listening. It's that easy. And now I have a recommendation, okay? Uh, this is one of the best audiobooks that I've ever listened to for a number of reasons. Uh, it is called The War of Art. It's by Stephen Pressfield, The War of Art. This thing is, uh, I think it's like just shy of three hours long. Mm -hmm. So you know, like easy road trip material, a couple of commutes or whatever, depending on where you live. I, I listened to part of it with you when we were coming yep. back for some shoot. If you, are, if you are trying to accomplish anything creative at all and you have that, what he calls the resistance, there's so many things that can be the resistance when you're trying to accomplish something creative. 
and mm-hmm. that's what the war of art is, is overcoming that resistance, and it has it was very, very instrumental for us. I read it, you listened to it a little bit, but we kind of applied the principles together for kind of getting through those tough creative times where you feel like you don't have anything, uh, and all the distractions that get in the way of creating great things, so that is my recommendation, so take us up on that offer at audible.com slash earbiscuits, and if you haven't listened before, go check out The War of Art. Uh, and also, we're very soon gonna record the audible version of our book, The Book of Mythicality, yes. available for pre-order, both the audio and uh, text version now. That's right. Uh, so go to audible.com slash earbiscuits. That's audible.com slash earbiscuits and get started today. Okay, so uh, yeah, so finish what you were saying about the uh, why you felt safe because I, I, know, I know where you're going with this. I'd made my mind up that if he came by with his window rolled down, I was gonna be ready to pounce. Um, but I felt safe doing that because he was in like a, he was in like a Prius that had a business uh, plastered on the side of it. Like a car wrap. And it was a car wrap and it said eco something. Or like green partners or something like that. It was like a- Eco something. It was an eco-friendly like company. And I was like, like, this guy's a lover, not a fighter. Lover, not, yeah. Tree hugger, not a tree chopper. Right. You know? So I felt, I assessed him and his vehicle very quickly and was like, all right, I'm going in on this. Right. And interestingly. I was right. He was cool. Because this, okay, this is a principle. A lot that, more than me. This is a principle I'd like to dig into and that is this idea of you feel like you know something about someone because of the car that they drive. Oh, okay. I'm thinking about this because it has gotten a little personal for me because you haven't seen this but I am currently driving um, a convertible white Mustang. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously? Yeah, and I'm. it's not mine, I'm renting it and here, so, you know, I was in the I was in the accident in my car. And no, no, I, no. Oh, you can just say you wanted to rent a no, Mustang. Oh, yeah. Oh, you don't have to have a, a reason. Well, no. Well, I have a reason for why <laughs> I was renting, but I'll tell you exactly why I picked this car and how it makes me feel about myself. So I was in the accident, and there was very little damage, but there was some like sensor damage on the back of the car, and I think the the bumper's a little bit messed up. So it's in the shop, and you know, uh, my insurance gives me an allowance for a rental car. Now. I do this on a fairly regular basis. Like if I have to rent a car. My wife a, gives me an allowance. If a car, if, if my car is being worked on or we're traveling or whatever, when I go into the place, they're like, what would you like? And I'm like, do you have anything interesting? Because oh. you, know, you know me, you know my personality. My personality is new, shiny. I want something that's new. I don't want to just get into the Chevy Malibu. You know what I'm saying? Well, that's interesting. I, that would I, be an interesting choice. I want to just, I want to get into something interesting. First of all, the, the woman says, no lie, she's like, we have a minivan. <laughs> I was like, well, yeah, that would be interesting for you to think that that's what I would think is interesting. Like, uh, I mean, Link knows that life very well. I mean, yeah. I've been, and I've been in the minivan. It's not interesting. I, that's not my idea of a good time. It's no kind offense. of, it's kind of anti-interesting. Right. That's the whole yeah. point. Right? I mean, it's spacious. If by interesting she means like capable of hauling lots of kids. That's interesting. Then that's an interesting definition of interesting. But she said, uh, okay, other than that, we have a Camaro. And I was like, okay, now we're talking. <laughs> now we're talking. <laughs> I mean, all the kids that I knew in high school that drove Camaros were cool. They, well, they were interesting. Yeah, and it was very interesting. Hmm. Uh, he says, but I think you'll actually fit better in our 
ragtop Mustang. And I was like, cha-ching, yes, sir, show me the keys. So. You were were most interested in the keys? uh, Well, the keys are the key to starting the car. Well, maybe push button. Is it a push button? It's a push button. Okay, show me the button. High tech. Well, you gotta have the key fob, they call it, to hit the button. You know how cars work. Do you wanna talk about how cars work? (laughs) Add that to the how podcasts work. But you actually don't know how cars work. Uh, no, I don't care how they work. Right. I, mean, I just care if they work. So I'm, ca- <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm calling you on that one. So yeah, tell me how cars work. So uh, it's our internal combustion. I mean, I could tell you. <laughs> but the- uh, What does a carburetor do? So I get into, I get into this uh, uh, convertible and this place was just a couple of blocks from the studio, right? So. I get into the convertible. Ragtop down already? And, and he's like, he's in there showing me how stuff works. He's like, you want you want it down? I'm like, yeah, I've gotta go two blocks, but I'm gonna go two blocks in style. Mm. And so, as you can imagine, I'm a large man, I'm very tall, I have very high hair, so I noticed very quickly, as soon as I pulled out into traffic, that my hair is basically above the windshield, so it is wind shear is just right there. It hits me right there, so my hair is like vibrating You think it might get sheared off? Yeah, I don't think I'm gonna lose it, but I know that (laughs) it's gonna change the shape of my cut, you know what I mean? It's gonna be windblown, which could be a good thing. You go in a convenience store, it's gonna ruin your your rep. But I was very self-conscious about being in this white convertible (laughs) because I was starting to think about what I would think if I saw a dude who looks like me in a white convertible with the top down. Yeah. By the way, no sunglasses at the time because I'd left them in the other car. So you're squinting. So I'm just, I look like a complete noob, you know, sunny California convertible, no sunglasses, too big for the thing, hair wind sheared constantly. I mean, you've got Burbank tourist written all over you. Well, okay, yeah, but here's what I- Alone, you're on a business trip. Well, Everything that I could think about what I would think about me was was negative, right? It was like this yeah. guy uh, was in one commercial one time. You know, that was one <laughs> of the things I was thinking. This guy was like in a Restless Legs pharmaceutical <laughs> commercial, you know, one of those things. Both legs? Treats, treats restless legs but gives you seizures kind of thing. I thought and, it was just one leg, by the way. Uh, well, no, it's restless legs leg syndrome, but it really? can be, I, I have it actually, and I get it in both legs. But you weren't in the ad. No, but that's the kind of person that I looked like. A guy who has like too much hair for his own good and it's blowing in the wind and, oh man, he looks like he could have been in a commercial one time, you could but be it wasn't the- a great commercial and he doesn't have a career cause he, real career because he's in a Mustang and he's in a white Mustang and he's in like the not the nice model of Mustang, he's in like the low horsepower model of Mustang <laughs> that they Four th- cylinder. that they use for rental, rental companies. <laughs> I, I think you could look like the adopted son of a auto repairman who he asked him to like take the car for a spin to make sure that the repairs are work were took. Okay, that's that's that is interesting in and of itself. <laughs> that's what I think you are. But I, th- this whole idea of coming to a conclusion about somebody because of the vehicle that they're in, which first of all, that that's is human. a that's human. It's well, it's very human, but it's also the kind of thing that is uh, would be very difficult for a caveman to understand. You know, one day there's going to be this thing that people get inside of and go around, and you're going to be able to make inferences about their lifestyle based on 
what they're in. And he's gonna be like, oh, you know? <laughs> he probably won't understand any of it because he doesn't speak English. But what about? But even the concept would be foreign to him. But what about the cars that we're actually in? I mean, you, you, does this, this should also apply to what people think of it applies Our to everything. Vehicles. Well, what, what I kind of concluded is like, is there anyone out there who just thinks that I'm a guy who's getting his car repaired and just wants to have a little fun? No. No one thinks that, no but one that's thinks the that. truth. Because no one is going, because you want to think the thing that is like judging people the hardest, right? That's the guy from the Restless Legs commercial. Yeah. That's the guy uh, whose dad just worked on a vehicle and he's ch making sure the repairs took, which is what you're, yeah, uh, I I think that's likely. Um, but by but the way, nobody's like that's just a dude that's getting his car worked on and asked for something interesting. Would you feel freer? Because I mean, you're gonna leave tonight. You're gonna get in this thing tomorrow in the broad daylight. You're gonna pick me up at my house. I'll be we're, wearing sunglasses. We're gonna though. come in together. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. You want me to have the top? This down? is impacting me. I've already thought about it. I've actually been thinking about. Picking you up in it? <laughs> no, I've been. All oh, Link is gonna be. He's gonna love it. I this. actually was a little bit. It, it, the fact that I, I had to park on the street today because of what they were shooting out in the parking lot, and yeah. so I knew you didn't see it, and I and I didn't. I almost didn't want to talk about this tonight because just a surprise. Because me. I wanted to roll up into and pick you up. I'd be like, you bought me a convertible. <laughs> yeah, and you're just, like, and no, just I just your, rented it. And let me tell you, the whole riding down the 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 highway, the freeway. At top speeds, with the, the top down, especially with my height, it just, I've kind of, especially without sunglasses, I kind of felt like things were about to get in my eye. You could it's, go go it's so on loud. This thing. It's so loud too. Geese could it hit also you. makes you feel it like, land in the Hudson. It makes you feel unsafe, not because you feel like you could roll over and like get your head cut off, but it just made it, it like the reality of these big loud fast machines moving all around you is really you're so immediate when you're in a convertible you know and that none of the, none of that sounds good to me but i'm going to withhold judgment till in the morning but it's interesting it is interesting i mean this is southern california man you got to have that convertible experience but would you feel more free if we took a sheet of paper and this with sharpie just wrote on it rental my car, no, 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 no. You can't say rental because then it seems like you're a tourist. You gotta say mm. cars in the shop, minor damage. Just wanted something interesting. Just wanted something interesting that wasn't a minivan. Wouldn't have picked white, but it yeah. was all they had. It's quite a sign. Two <laughs> sheets. Gonna have to, it's gonna be a piece of poster board. We're going two sheets. And where do I put wind. that? I put that. I put it on the back. Every side. I, got, <laughs> I don't think I'm gonna be comfortable riding with you unless there's one. I gotta at put every a angle. sign on every side. Well, of I the think Mustang. we gotta wrap it, or we could wrap the thing, and it could say like "Eco something," and then it's like, "Oh, I get it." Yeah, yeah. Those, like, those, those guys, guys are targets. For, those guys work for an eco company. <laughs> They're selling solar roofs <laughs> to people. Um, but okay. But this, the funny thing is, is that this happened to me earlier this week. What had nothing to do with the car. This is before I took the car in, and I um, I was walking to my car that wasn't yet in the shop, and I had you know which says what about you? Is that what you're getting at? No, no. What I'll, you're no, I don't want to. I'm, I'm moving beyond cars. I'm getting a little bit more personal. I'm okay. talking about my, uh, a tire at this point, not a tire of a car, but clothing, and that is okay. Oh, so yeah. we both have these. Uh, are you wearing it right now? Right. 
like Wait, what, uh, the what do you call them, jogger. joggers? Well, they're pants with uh, <clears throat> elastic at the bottom. They're these pants. But you know, I would never jog in them. They're like they're kind of like Bieber. Like Bieber was wearing these pants like eight years ago, right? Uh, and so I mean, it's and it's got a string. They're drawstring. We actually both have a pair on right now. It's kind of got like a little bit of a drop crotch, and then you've got like the tight. Uh, the tight calves or whatever, and there's like this fake like bunching that happens. So we both have a pair of these. And, and I don't like the string because you have to move it out of the way when you go number one. I have to like hold all the string. I feel like it's like I'm gathering ducklings or something every time I'm trying to use the restroom. Okay, well that's another discussion we can have. I can show you how to what to what to do with the strings. <laughs> what do you what do you do with the strings? You're like my dad. Anyway, so why you got to be like my dad? So we, this is a teachable moment. I'll tell you. I'll tell you about this where to put the strings later. So we've both got a pair, a couple of pairs of. Just these. tell me where you put the strings, and uh, yeah, just do it. Well, I don't gather them like ducklings. I just untie them, and then they just sort of naturally go into one hand. I just sort of grab them both with one hand, and then I just drop drawer. <laughs> drop drawer and then do my business. You had a point. I don't think about it that much. And I also had on mm -hmm. one of these uh, shirts. You're probably peeing all over them. I got one of these shirts that's uh, kind of like, like it's a longer t-shirt. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like longer than it probably should be but it's also kind of in style in some circles. And so, I, I, and then I've got my like my my Jordans. You know, I like I, I got a few Air Jordan ones that I wear, and I and I and, and I like not bragging. I just no, got them. I'm I'm walking to my car. No, this isn't about bragging. This is about being self conscious. This is where this is right. going. Okay. I'm walking to my car. You know, having just said goodbye to my wife and children, 39 year old man, and uh, I kind of just look down at my feet, and I'm like, I got these Jordans on. <laughs> I got these. Bieber pants on, and I got this. Well, really, what it's like a Bieber shirt in a lot of ways. Not like Bieber now, but like Bieber a couple of years ago. Yeah. And I'm like, what am I doing with my life? And then I'm like, um, what would I think of me if I saw me? Mm -hmm. And then it's same exact thing again. I was like, I would be like, who is this guy that was in the Restless Legs commercial? One time, and he, he made a little money, and now he went. He, He's he, riding he, it. He saw an article with Justin Bieber in it, and he saw him with some <laughs> long T-shirt on and some drop crotch pants and a Air Jordans. He was like, "I want to dress like that," even though I'm about to turn forty. Yeah. Now I could have gone back inside and changed, but I was like, I don't care, really. Changing of what? Uh, like a shorter shirt, <laughs> 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 like a normal T-shirt. Mm. Yeah, but. It did, then it just hit me. I was like, I, I, I mean, I'm I'm wearing the. I, I think I'm 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 wearing this stuff just because you. I go to the places where you, you buy clothes, and I'm like, oh, this fits. Well, and, I like and, I like fashion. And somebody has determined that this is in style, right? Yeah. And and so I, I'm not gonna. I'm not. Who am I to argue with that? I'm I, just gonna. I, I'm gonna wear that. I've had the shirt that I have on right now a long time for freaking at least a decade. Let's really think about this. Like I remember wearing this shirt when we shot the pilot, the Commercial Kings. Is that ten years ago? Uh, no, the pilot, the Commercial Kings, was seven years. Twenty ten. Yeah, twenty eleven. I have had it ten years. But you've had it ten years. But it either. was hanging in a rack in there, and I was cold, and I had a, I just had a t-shirt on. But it's just a plaid shirt. Of course, I'm, yeah, it's like it's 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 going to be okay. But just the concept but, but I of do like making being, a choice. I like buying new stuff. That's like. Uh, I like fashion. 
you know? You, you can't fault you for that. I don't think you're necessarily pretending. It's well, not, I think you are, but you wouldn't necessarily be. But if I saw not, you and I didn't know you. It's not pretending. It's you make choices to put on, you put things on your body, to put clothing on your body because you think a certain thing about yourself and you want other people to think a certain thing about you. I do that every single morning. I think about what I'm gonna, what, I, what I'm gonna wear based on what I need to do and who I'm gonna see. Well, you sound like a, like a repairman. Like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go into the hole today. I got my rubber boots on. What well, do you mean? it's like I feel like we're just riding today. I want to be more comfortable. I'm definitely dropping the crotch. I'm into that. But I will then, say that the drop crotch is is super comfortable, and I feel I feel like it's helping my back. So there's a there is some functionality there because it because it's so loose. Everything is so loose, and it's like lo- it's it's loose around your hips and stuff. But I'm it's go- healthy at this. I've got this meeting today where I like I feel like I'm going to be opinionated. And I I want my opinions to matter. So what are you gonna wear? So I might button the top. I'm, I'm gonna wear a button shirt. and I might button the top button. But what is butting again? Like I, wearing a t-shirt. I, and I don't button the top button. I don't want to wear a t-shirt because I'm because of what it might say about me. Because a t-shirt's just like oh, a boy will wear a t-shirt. A boy will wear a t-shirt. But if a man with an opinion is gonna wear buttons. Buttons mean business. Buttons mean business, and the top button means a lot of business, but I better put on a hat to balance it because I'm not an old man meaning business. I'm a young man meaning business. I've, I, don't, I don't necessarily think about it, all of those thoughts, but those are the thoughts in general that make me button up, hat up, crotch down, whatever the case may be, and, I, and sometimes I'm like, you know what? I don't feel really happy this morning. I just need to, I need to put on my happy shirt. What, you have a happy <laughs> shirt? You know that sweatshirt that has like the the wolf on it that looks like the guy who came, the the like piece of delivery man came to the door, I opened the door and he was like, yeah. oh. He was mesmerized by I the wolf a, on your shirt. I see a snake on your shirt. Are you now happy like because first, of what that guy, and that how, how that me, guy responded to it? That made me happy. So now when I put on the shirt, it's like, I have confidence that I don't know, it gives me more confidence. If I run into that delivery guy again, he's gonna love this shirt. <laughs> That's my happy shirt. Yeah, yeah, I feel like it, I, 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 I want today to, I gotta be really extra happy today. Now I don't, listen, I don't fault you, because I've already explained that I do the same exact thing. You know, I'm, I, I'm, I am thinking about what people are going to think about me based on the clothing choices that I make. But let yeah. me just say that I think it's a little sad. It's, okay, and you know, you've got guys like, uh, you know, Steve Jobs was like the quintessential example of this. Like but Dennis are, the Menace. There are lots of really successful people who say that uh, having an outfit, having the Dennis the Menace, every single day you wear the same thing. The reason that those people made that decision is because they didn't want to make that decision every single day, right? They So many important decisions to make. Right, I've got so many things to worry about. I'm gonna just, hey, this is this is what my wardrobe is. And some people might vary it up a little bit. Some people are like, I've got white shirts, black shirts, and gray shirts, but they're all basically the same, and I'm not making any decisions about who I'm gonna see. They just know that that's Link, and he wears a black shirt, in white pants yeah. after Labor Day. I mean, we got a friend who just wears a white T-shirt, a white V-neck T-shirt every day of his life. Who? 
Uh, Jesse, not your wife. He wears a white t-shirt every day of his life. He does, doesn't Think he? back. You've never seen him wear anything but a white t-shirt. I've he's, never thought about he that. He has made that decision and we know him. You, you, you've, you've seen, you, you've I know him better him than more. you do. Yeah, so you've seen I've, him more. I've had a conversation with him about it. And is, is that his reasoning? That's his reasoning, he streamlined it. He doesn't now, wanna make that decision. He also doesn't like to wear shoes or socks a lot either. Now, and I could be, you would never be that guy. You would never be the Steve Jobs no. uniform guy. It, no, but it but really, I could it, be it, right. It really appeals to me, though. It appeals to you. No, okay, because I can't think that it no, ever no, no, would. Because no. there's a t no, because there's competing forces here. So you want to be this guy? One, you know, one competing one force is my desire for change, right? And my desire for new freshness. Things. Yeah. And the and the other desire is my desire for doing something that I think is some, of benefit to me and is like, uh, that's a really cool idea. That's a cool new idea. So when I heard that idea of wearing the same thing every day, that was the newness that intrigued me, right? Yeah, yeah. But then I was like, I can't do that because we, we shoot Good Mythical Morning and you know, if we if we happen to wear the same shirt too close to, between two episodes, people point it out. You know, well, it's it's, it's an it's the it's the key thing that people want to comment on. I mean, if you wore the same thing every day, what would people comment about? Nothing. There's nothing it, else to comment about. Right, and it wouldn't be like it was a daily show. It would be like these guys sat down and recorded a year's worth of shows in a, in right. a couple of days. So, but. Then it dawned on you that the freshness of experiencing a new outfit every day is more important to you than than some sort of efficiency. I think, but that, I could fall for that. But I think there are. I think there is every reason. I, let me just say this. I think there is only good reasons for picking one outfit. It's it, more economical. Are, are you applying it for like a? Uh, like a principal of a private school or something? No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, this is basically, this is all. That's what you're getting at. We're, th this episode uh, has been paid for by a private school that has Uniform, uniforms. Uniform company. And we're trying to uh, teach the kids that it, uniforms make sense. Uh, but no, there's a reason that uniforms make sense at school. We're not gonna get into that. Mm. But so you've got, um, it's economical, you don't, you, that whole thing that we just talked about, this whole self-conscious thing of like, am I gonna be judged for what I'm wearing? You completely eliminate that because you're like, doesn't matter what this guy's got going on that day, he wears exactly the same thing. Uh, it takes out that extra decision so that you have the brain power to put it in other places. But it also kind of is just sort of this, I'm making a statement that I'm not giving into this idea that I am what I externally apply to myself. That seems healthy. That all seems great, right? And but now, but you lose some things as well. Yeah, like why don't you also just shave your head? You know, don't worry about that. I mean, because there's self-expression involved in absolutely. Your I mean, uh, you know, uh, you gotta you gotta be able to express yourself. I mean, like, how are people gonna know that I want to be happy today if I can never wear my happy shirt? Well, because then, what if you just embodied your happiness in your face. That's stupid. And the things that you said as That's opposed crazy. to the, th the things that you wore. I mean, yeah, we, I mean, it, it, I mean, you got, you, we got the hair. Look at, you know, I mean, I mean yeah. you got the hair is, but the hair is part of your body. It's an extension of yourself. It's like, um, it's like an animal that has, it's like a peacock. You know what I'm saying? That's like telling the peacock to cut his feathers off. I don't want to do that. The peacock cuts his feathers off. 
he doesn't get to pass his genes on to the next generation. No, it's like telling a snake, uh, don't keep it your skin. Mm, that didn't work. No, it didn't. Now I'm not, but I'm not saying that if I cut my hair off, I wouldn't be able to pass my genes to the next generation. I've already passed my genes to the next generation, um, and it had nothing to do with my hair because Let's just say, because you, I just had basically it. a buzz when I got married. You passed you. <laughs> You made it sound like your seed was spread far and wide. I mean, you had two children. My hair is like a dandelion. If you if you if you blow if you blow on my hair, it, it separates and seeds get spread. I don't know how many children I've got because no, I've got dandelion hair. That's okay. I'm going to tell that's you how, how I re, that's how I reproduce. Progeny works. You have you've I have spores. You have two spores, but you have not like had have a, a whole generation. I have thousands of spores. I do. What are we talking about? Uh, we're talking uh, about whether or not you should wear different colored clothes every single day and whether or not you should style your hair. I think we, I know we were gonna have to come down on this because I'm not about to, to, to shave my head and I'm not about to uh, uh, start wearing the same thing every day. So, I get, so now we need to justify our conclusion. Yes. Because we know what we want the conclusion to be. Now we need to make it seem like it's the right thing to do. That, that's how life works. Any form, yeah, any form of any opportunity for self-expression is a liberty that should be granted. So subject to how it impacts other people. So I mean if you're if you're just going to but but you should not be defined by any one particular way that you've expressed yourself. But you can also choose for your form of self-expression to be that I'm going to wear the same thing every day. That's your yeah. prerogative. Right. It's worked well for a lot of people. So what I'm gonna say is I'm going to hold out the possibility that there will come a time in which I will wear the same thing every day. One of the happiest times in my life is when I had a buzz, when I had a buzz cut. I, I had a buzz um, in like the, the seventh and eighth grade, a little bit of ninth grade. Mm -hmm. um, and then I had uh, And are you saying it was because of the buzz? Because I don't think it had anything to do with the buzz. I don't recall you saying, because I was there, for you every day saying, man, I just love this buzz. But I did love. My life is great because I, I did my love hair the, the, is so short. I love the feeling of the wind in my hair. I, you never I told me. Being, oh, I was thinking it all the time. And I love the idea of just getting up and not having to think about my hair. I think this convertible is messing with you. It's not like I need to have a buzz, and a, I need to, and a, I need to buy that convertible. Yeah, a couple of weeks from now, you're not going to have the convertible anymore, and you're going to have a buzz, and you're going to feel you're not going to feel any wind in any hair, and you're going to be like, I shouldn't have done that. But what I'm saying, I got to get a convertible again. I, I think that my 60s are going to be defined by having a buzz, having a really really big bushy beard that's completely unkempt, like a Letterman beard, like what he's doing. Yeah, and then I'm going to have just a suit. Like a, like I think it's just going to be a onesie, like a, like a, and, I, and maybe I'll pick an interesting color, like yellow. You know, it's the guy in the yellow onesie with the buzz and the beard. That's that's going to be me. In, banana in, in dude, my, but banana man in the, in my sixties, a good ten year span of that. I got twenty years to plan this out. I mean, that, that, that's just kind of a starting point. Buzz glasses goggles. Because I'm going to be in a convertible all at all times, goggles for eye protection, yeah, big buzz, banana suit, maybe like 
blue shoes, like blue high tops or something like that. And that's just who I am, that's what I do all the time. I want long braids. Okay. Like once it gets so long and you braid it, I'm talking like Willie Nelson. Mm -hmm. I think you wanna be David Letterman, I'm pretty sure I wanna be Willie Nelson. Okay, you want braids? And a beard. A short beard. A short, mm, he keeps it pretty short. He does keep it short. No, can, I'll, I'll go long. Long beard. So it's okay, like a cool. Rick Rubin meets Willie Nelson. Well, it's kinda like a Waylon meets Willie. Well, yes, perfect. Yeah, a Whaley. Yes. What are you gonna, what's your clothes gonna be? Uh, overalls, no shirt underneath. <laughs> <laughs> Except, I mean, you got, I might have to like, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna figure out the inside of the overalls for no chafing. It's like flannel, not flannel, because it's hot here. I'll be here, but I'll be in Malibu. Well, by that time, 20 years from now, there'll be some sort of uh, yeah, like cooling, poly fabric, poly se- fabric, self wicking, self wicking, like high tech overall, inner lining of overalls. And by overall, I mean overall of me. Yeah, you could probably but nothing else. You could probably have a shirt on actually, like a long sleeve shirt that's completely clear that nobody will see. 20 years no. from now, the technology will be out of control. Why would I want a perfectly clear shirt? So you always look like you're just in a pair of overalls, but when it gets cold, you're still clothed. You're right, I'm cold natured. Yeah. You're looking out for me. Yeah, I've been, th- I thought Another teachable moment. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna wear a long sleeve, translucent sweatshirt, <laughs> overalls. Yeah, self-wicking overalls. Ha- and those boots that I wore to Sundance, because I'm I'm itching to wear those again. Yeah, you need more excuses. Big for that. old boots, braids, and a Whalen beard. Banana man and Whaley. Yeah, coming we know at what you. we're gonna look like. <laughs> okay, I mean, it's well, not our prescription for you. Uh, you can wear whatever you want, but to. you can do it. And if you do it before we do it, we're gonna be angry about it. So, and let me just say, I don't do it. I do. Okay? I do want to be very clear that I do think that you shouldn't just pick one thing to wear. I think at least for as long as we're selling uh, clothing and hoodies and t-shirts and other things that we sell, yeah, you, you should definitely wear all of that. Keep it real mixed up. You know, you're gonna, you're gonna wanna wear that stuff, but when you get to your 60s, I think that's the thing. Yeah. Don't start now, but let's just all make a commitment that when we get to our 60s, if we get to our 60s, that's when we, that's when we simplify things, you pick your suit, you pick your haircut, you pick your facial hair configuration, and you just roll with it until the end. I'll be banana man till I'm in the grave. Until the end. Through the end. Last shot, you know what I'm gonna look like. Take a picture. Bury me in my translucent sweater. <laughs> and don't judge people uh, based on what they wear, and keep your cool when confronting them uh, in a traffic situation. Yeah, don't be like Link. I mean, you get you you know, you win by keeping your cool. And you are cool by just being who you are. If that means wearing the same thing every day or wearing something different every yeah. day, you wear that happy shirt. Yeah, wear your happy shirt. Be happy. And we're going to bring you another ear biscuit next week. Monday first thing, these things are going to keep coming out. Uh, give us your feedback on SoundCloud, in a review on iTunes, or in the comments of this YouTube video. And remember, the video version of Ear Biscuits is always available at youtube.com slash thisismythical. Thank you for being your mythical best. 